Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hello, everybody. It's um, Sam. I co-host the podcast you're currently listening to called Stradio Lab. And I am just um, recording this little message to you uh, to tell you that we are doing a live show in Brooklyn on March 9th at 8 p.m. at the Bell House. So if you live in New York City, we'd love to see you there. If you feel like traveling from wherever the hell it is uh, you live, then we'd love to see you there. Ticks are available. We're going to have special guests. It's going to be so fun. We did one over the summer, and it was a damn blast. So I have a really good feeling that this one is going to be um, also fun. So yeah. Um, and now enjoy this gorgeous, beautiful, stunning, perfect, no notes, absolutely unique, completely self-contained, um, informative, and yet hilarious episode of Stradio Lab. Okay, thank you. Bye. Okay, podcast starts now. What's up, everyone? You are listening to Stradio Lab. Um, that's right. Welcome back. Welcome back. No, I'm you back. welcome back. Yeah, I'm back. Yeah. Thank you for welcoming me back. <laughs> <laughs> I have to um, remind myself, you know, not everyone subscribes to the Patreon where you would have already listened to the episode <laughs> title Sam Speaks. So for many people, this is the first time you have spoken in two weeks. 
Yeah. And in many ways, other than the Patreon episode, of course, they would be correct. It's baby's first words all over again. I am getting my podcast mm-hmm. legs back. And, you know, we'll see if I've still got the stuff. And I have um, one question for you, Sam, which is when you tested positive for coronavirus in Chile, were you silent or were you silenced? <laughs> Thank you for asking me that. I would say I was very much silenced. I was uh, whisked <laughs> off to an Airbnb with Paris wallpaper and um, have been unallowed to speak ever since. Yeah. Here's the, so I've been, the the Paris wallpaper is almost like, um, it has now become such a daily part of my life because you (laughs) are, you you know, you have kind of made it a habit to post selfies of yourself in front of this wallpaper, which if you haven't seen it online, it isn't Paris wallpaper in the sense that there are, there's like a beautiful painting of the Eiffel Tower. It is in fact a wallpaper that says the word Paris in various different fonts. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's very postmodern. It's very like, called MoMA. It's, it's not showing Paris. It is showing the word Paris and it's, it's putting the onus on you to imagine the city that is Paris. That's right. You know, it reminds me of, and of course now I'm forgetting the artist, but when you enter the Whitney, there is a giant neon sign that says America. Like it's, (laughs) um, and I, Everyone, everyone who's an art hoe listening to this is like, it's literally like a famous American artist whose name is escaping me and I don't care right now. But it like says America in giant letters and it's like, okay, now it's very, and now we said it when you walk into Whitney. And that to me is what the Paris wallpaper in your Airbnb in Santiago, Chile is going for. Yeah, it's it's very much commenting on, you know, what is an image um, and what is visual art and what do we talk about when we talk about paris (laughs) well and i you know i can't not be addicted to the fact that as an american Mm -hmm. in santiago my wallpaper is paris you know i do feel like if you were you know from santiago and you just wanted to stay in this airbnb for some reason and you saw the paris wallpaper you'd be missing some of the context and you'd be like yeah this is like this person likes the idea of paris right but if you are visiting from a foreign country and there's a different foreign country on the wall i mean I feel well, it's like rubbing your snout in it. It's like, do you like this, you stupid American tourist pig? <laughs> it's rubbing my snout in it. I think I keep posting the selfies in front of it too, because it's almost like I want to post something that's like, I'm stuck in Santiago. But every time I open my phone and put on the selfie camera, all that's behind me is the word Paris a thousand mm-hmm. times. And so I can't even get the the brownie points of saying I'm stuck in Santiago. It just says Paris. But I think it adds to the you know, you are kind of in this claustrophobic, you know, it's like, uh, I think someone mentioned a, a kind of a yellow wallpaper type situation. And the the Paris wallpaper adds to the, you know, funhouse mirror of your mind that's going on during this experience. I mean, it's like, it, I would say that the inside, it's, it's almost emulating the inside of your mind, which is kind of like, words don't mean anything anymore. What place am I in? Like, yeah, I'm in Santiago kind of, but it's Paris, you know? It's Paris. And here's what else no one else is saying. It's also LA. And I, <laughs> it's weird. I'm in Santiago, but it's Paris. And at the same time, it is in fact LA because Guess what? There's palm trees here sometimes. Well, not just that. You were there to shoot something. Oh, and I was there. And say that. And you're basically in a soundstage. And it's deserty here. It's hot and sunny every day, at least right now, because it's summer. 
And so every day I'm like, okay, it's summer here. It's I'm in LA. I'm on a writer's. I'm I'm in a writer's room in LA. That's what I'm telling myself every day when I wake up. Well, and you're in I, a room and you are a writer. <laughs> and then I order, you know, say food from a mm -hmm. restaurant, and then the person comes and is speaking Spanish, and then I'm expected to speak Spanish back, and suddenly the fantasy is shattered, and I'm back in Santiago. I'm not in Paris. I'm not in LA. I am yeah. in fact back, and it's very confusing. Yeah, and then you respond, speak English. <laughs> yeah, I put in my special directions, my delivery <laughs> instructions, speak English when you this speak. This is too spicy. <laughs> no, actually, everything here is insanely bland. And whoa, you know, <laughs> no one talks about that. Not a single person talks about that. Fascinating. Fascinating. Yeah. Here's so what wait. I'll say. You know what yeah. you missed last night? Please tell me. So, so in fact, this week you missed two shows we were going to be on together. One is the show that you co-host entitled Stevie, where they, Marsha and Drew attempted to FaceTime you on stage and then it did not work. Correct. Um, and then last night we would have done a famous New York staple called 50 First Jokes, where in fact 50 comedians each tell their first joke of the year. And it w should have been in January, but because of Omicron, it was, it was last night. Can I tell you, I had such a blast really it was like i said this on stage i was like look at us all cosplaying 2019 <laughs> like there was just a vibe where i was like it it, it it was like for a moment none of this exists like for a moment we haven't we're not about to enter a new variant and then wow. i also accessed my boston comic personality uh -oh. and really went out with the guys after oh! when i tell you i was <laughs> shooting the shit with all the I was with like the you know I'm talking Anthony DeVito I'm talking um wow. you know uh you know our friend Mike Ambrusi I'm like it was I was chilling with the guys I was like keeping up I was like cracking jokes and there was a sick pleasure of being like you know what I can access this I can I know how to hang I love that. Like you specifically, I don't in my mind, I don't think I've ever seen you hang with the guys. Mm -hmm. So to hear about it, it's like, you're right. That is a possibility. Because in my mind, like those types, like specifically like Mike, it's like we knew each other from open mics forever. And like there was a lot of hanging with that style of crew. Yes. Mike and is Mike, I feel comfortable with in any environment. That was the wrong example. But like, I mean, I'm, I mean, kind of, uh, you know, you know what I mean? Like comedians that are in a, in a very slightly different scene than we are, let's say. Yeah. And I'm talking specifically about straight men, just in case anyone <laughs> was unclear on that. No, you said guys, they got it. I know, but you know, guys can mean anything these days. Am I right? <laughs> say that. Well, I'm glad you um, were straight for a night and I'm glad that you It felt it. so good to be straight for a night. And I'm not even <laughs> saying that in a, in a kind of condescending way or like, no, oh, God, like- no genuinely i was like i let i could finally let loose i just have to ask like conversationally mm -hmm. did you find it were there, were there ever moments where you felt ostracized or was nope. it all good wow <laughs> nope look at that it's gonna be a no <laughs> it's gonna be a no look at that it My was also nice queen. just like talking stand-up like mm. not talking to people that are like you know it it, it was just stand up in its purest form. Like I was having this conversation with um, Anthony DeVito about like what someone should name their hour and like what is like the correct, you know, something that can appeal to a mass audience, but also is like 
you know, is not hack or whatever. And it was like <laughs> such a fun conversation. Is this wow, crazy? Mark, Mark Marin over here. No, it's not crazy. I think, I guess I'm like having trouble jumping off because you weren't um, there. You had to be I there kind of. Because I wasn't there for one. One of those cases where you had to be there. It's one of the many cases that maybe you guys have run across this in your life where sometimes you have to be there. But I also think it's hard. This is one of those intros where it's like, we are just like sort of catching up in a mm -hmm. way that's like a little bit real. Like you do have to like, like it's actually helpful context to know where both of us are at um, totally. and what we've been up to. But it's also like, it's hard to be sort of post um, podcast when you're sincerely catching up on what's sort of been happening. I guess. I mean, I feel like our analysis of the Paris wallpaper was pretty post-podcast, if I can be so bold. <laughs> sure, sure. That's true. Or should I say we? <laughs> <laughs> was someone um, telling us this, that like, you know how in, you know, in France, they also say way, it's kind of like, yeah, instead of yes. Oh. And someone was saying like, they said way. And then someone was like, don't say that if you're not French, say we. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, stop gatekeeping the word yes. I know, you literally stop gatekeeping the word yeah. Like, it's not <laughs> that deep. Oh my God. In Chile, they like don't put like on gracias, they don't say the S at the end. Mm -hmm. So I've really been trying to be like really casual and be like, yeah, gracia. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I always think so about that if I ever go to Spain, I'm like, I need to have the confidence to do the lisp. You have to. But today the woman came to give me my COVID test and she, and I was just like really trying to speak Spanish, but it was embarrassing. I have the Spanish of a child, um, maybe a three-year-old. Yeah, but a really hot three-year-old. Yeah, hot and horny three-year-old. Hot and horny three-year-old. Who's not afraid to go there? Yeah. <laughs> um, should we bring in our guest? I think that would be for the best, to be perfectly honest with you. Oh my God. It's tough. Um, yeah, I guess like, are we doing a good job? There is me? something. No, 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 no. No, no. Can, can you just please, please Sorry. wait? Sorry. I mean, I mean, no offense. I've been waiting. My God. <laughs> please. Okay. Are we doing a good job? See, this is one of those cases where I truly, to me, this is a great intro, but I can tell that you are unsure. Hmm. Okay. Okay, well then, in that case, I'm just gonna. You don't. Yes you didn't are. like it specifically. Well, you didn't like my part. No, I, I thought your part was great. I was questioning my own part as well. I, I think your part was excellent. Okay, well, actually, I actually think your part was better it. than mine. But I feel the need to defend my part as being also valid. Mm -hmm. Like I do think your. I do think <laughs> we never got to like a Paris wallpaper moment with my part. But I thought I thought it would be important to bring up since this is a podcast about straight culture that I was straight for a night. I think it is really important to bring up. And as a co-host, I think I failed you because mm -hmm. I didn't treat it as the gift that it was. Yeah. Thank you. So I apologize. I actually feel my body becoming more relaxed after you said that. <laughs> you know, I, I in improv, everything your partner brings to you is a gift and you have to treat it as if it's special. And mm -hmm. I wasn't doing that. And I was... You know, I enjoyed the story, but did it, was it Christmas morning? No. Totally, totally. And just from my perspective, it actually seemed like you enjoyed it fine until afterwards you were like, wait, that was not that good. <laughs> no, that's not what I So meant. for the future, <laughs> you know, if you've done a good job pretending to enjoy it so far, maybe don't 
stop the magic halfway through, you know, just no, let me believe I, it was a good gift. <laughs> no, I enjoyed it. I just didn't, I felt like I wasn't able to like riff on it in a way that yeah. like transcended what it was. Totally. You know? Totally. Well, Oh brother, I told you I'm getting my podcast legs back. Um, and to help us get our feet on the damn ground. Um, please, um, welcome to the podcast. Give a glamour girl hootie who. For Natalie Rotter-Lightman. Hey, wow, guys. Thanks so much for having me. What hey, the hell is up? <laughs> well, I have a lot to say, obviously, yeah. right at the gate. Yeah. The first thing I want to say is, so I read this book last year about sibling rivalry. Whoa. Okay. And like how to help kids with it. What is it called? Plug it. It's called Siblings Without Rivalry. Oh. Okay. oh. I knew but you could argue you read a book that was yeah. about the opposite about of sibling it. rivalry. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> You guys, don't, you guys don't get it. You guys don't get it. No, it so, just sounds so like based on the title. Like, <laughs> no, but honestly, what I'm saying to you guys is, you don't get it. You know okay, I mean? well, but, you so, haven't started yet, so. And I, and I love to. So basically, like the whole thing is like, well, you really, it's like, it's not about what one person has, the other person has. It's like seeing the feeling of like you feel like you don't have enough cereal or whatever. Yeah. And I want to say that what you boys just did was a beautiful demonstration of that philosophy really you know yeah. what i mean who's 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 you know intro who's on first in the spot mm. right right mm -hmm. and then <laughs> and then you said i see you i see that you felt that and then you yeah. find out of it and as a mother and as your mothers yeah <laughs> yeah uh, what could i wish for more for my boys <laughs> <laughs> thank you and honestly all we really want is for your approval as our mother yeah. yeah you know we're putting on these this performance we're pretending right. we're talking about things none of what we said is true sam's in new york i'm in i've been right. in new york the whole time i'm, I'm back in my home <laughs> at the empire state building <laughs> swinging on top we're just trying to make up story and let, let, here's something i just thought of we make we tell ourselves stories in order to live i just thought of that <laughs> write it down that's really profound right? i'm gonna i think i'm gonna write that one down write that down and That's... I would even like to have an um, uh, an addendum to that. You know, we tell ourselves. So Wait, say it again. We tell ourselves stories in order to live. <laughs> we tell, tell ourselves stories. stories in order to live um, uh, in the eyes of our mother, Natalie. Right. Yes. Mm -hmm. We tell ourselves stories. So and so then our mother is there. No, I lost yeah. it. <laughs> we tell ourselves stories and so our mother is there. <laughs> well, uh, OK, so this is the thing. On the yeah. one hand, we tell ourselves stories. On right. the other hand, because our mother is there. Right. That's exactly. a duality. Two yeah. things can be true. Two things can be true. Do you right. believe in kind of like Freudian mother stuff? Um, you know, <laughs> me. Just like, bit. do you yeah. feel like basically everything we're doing is like rooted in our relationship to our parents, basically? For sure. But I don't yeah. think it's all like, I gotta fuck daddy, you know? Uh, totally. Yes. I think some of it, sure. Some of it, yeah. Sure. But not all of it. Yeah. My mom, when she was a kid, was acting out at one point, and her mom went to like a Freudian psychologist, and that person was like, she wants to fuck your husband. My no. Like, Got it. And, the, and then there's no end, really, to the story, but yeah. there it is. I was um, reading this book, in fact, called In the Freud Archives, and it is truly a laugh out loud account of these feuding Freudians. And it's like, they're, they're feuding, 
But because they're both Freudians, the accusations are like, well, he attacked me because he clearly has unresolved issues with his mother. Well, he attacked me because his testicles, he's insecure about his testicles. Like it was like this, these like professional fights, but then they would keep going back to like the most personal stuff. And I was like, what an untenable way to live. I mean, feuding Freudian sounds very like Dr. Seussian. Yes. I actually thought that when I said it. 50 feuding Freudians. 50 feuding Freudians <laughs> fighting um, uh, the, the, frogs. the fighting the first Fuhrer. Oh, yeah. oh boy. Fuhrer. Wow. Yes. Oh Say my that. God. I love like historical like stuff. That was historical fiction. <laughs> yes. Inglorious <laughs> Bastards literally need to be. Yeah. <laughs> are we craving another Inglorious Bastards? We are. So, okay. Right? So here's the, that's literally the question. <laughs> Thank you for bringing yeah. that up. Right. And my answer is, is he going to make a gay one? Is he going to make one that's like set during the oh. age crisis and it's like gay men murdering Ronald Reagan? Oh, wait, George, I'm sorry, but that's yeah. genius. Make that You're tomorrow. You're going to make it. Okay, make we're it making tomorrow. it. G, G. G. <laughs> you. It's literally you. Don't you see? That's okay, I'm making it. I'm making it. Yeah, done. That's genius. That's literally all that premises but are. Can I give you a suggestion? Yeah. And people will whatever, but just I'm like very into film. And something that I just <laughs> noticed is it doesn't always work to cast gay actors in gay roles. No, no, and no. I would say it I often say, works yeah. against the material. So obviously it's a long way away, but when you get to casting, you know. Who would you yeah. cast as a central and 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 keep in mind, you know, of course, um there's a lot of controversy about how to depict who was affected the most by the AIDS crisis. Who would you cast? I'm thinking maybe I'm so glad we're getting to that. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Chris Pine? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's a really good choice. Yeah. Um, I mean, I love um who's uh the Chris from um Parks and no. <laughs> oh, oh, Pratt. Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. That's a really yeah. good one. That's a right? really, really good one. He can give you a laugh. He should. Uh, and, you know what I'm realizing? You know, if we're doing this in Glorious Bastard style, I mean, there's already literally a narrative about a brick being thrown. Like, imagine it's like, if it's Tarantino-esque, it's like Chris Pratt as a persecuted gay individual right? at Stonewall, throwing a brick that then kind of smashes a cop's head and there's head. blood everywhere. Of course there's blood. <laughs> hey, you know, blood. when it comes to film, there will be blood. There's there. blood. <laughs> and if you can double the blood, double it, uh, budget, uh, double it, help me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you know what else I need to say? Yeah. Um, hanging out with straight guys. Yes. When it's right, it's so fucking right. Mm, yes. Thank no, you Natalie, this that. is what I'm saying. Yeah. Thank you for yeah. saying that. It, uh, and it's not always right. You know what no. I mean? No, but when it's right, it's literally better than <laughs> hanging out with anyone else. <laughs> like, it, is, it is like, it is truly <laughs> like, if you get in the zone, it is the right. most comfortable. It's like, right. oh, thank God. That's <laughs> like, right. You have a lot. It's a bubble bath. You're, yeah. you're just in and they just take you. You flow down a lazy river. <laughs> You know how I feel? Okay. Sometimes like it's similar to like going and spending time in nature. Like it's, it's very much a sometimes food. And if I'm like, I need my like gay comforts and I need yeah. my city comforts, but like when you can really take that, that night and be with straight guys, yeah. you just feel cleansed. That comparison is so more. apt. It's like it's when um, straight people go to like a drag brunch for fun. Yes. Mm. 
that's what, yeah. George having his night with the boys. You know yes, what I mean? That's exactly what it yes. is. Couldn't be every day, but like on no. the weekend. Yeah. Fine. Maybe a Thursday. Sure. Yeah. Like a pre-weekend night. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it <laughs> also remi- it, it kind of roots you a little bit. You're like, okay, this is the real world. We can all pretend that we're real, <laughs> but like this is the world we live in. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like I don't know if you guys feel this as like, and I'm seriously not trying to be rude, but like gay guys. Mm. I'm saying that like nicely. <laughs> that hurts. And, but go on. And, yeah, and me. Really like, so just I'll just go on then. Like when you're growing up. So like for me as someone like I wanted those guys to like want to fuck me and they like didn't and like you're like are you guys my friends and like but also I'm gay but whatever it's like you spend your whole life like chasing a gay guy's like a fe- I'm sorry straight guy's affection mm. I'm like actually about to cry and uh, <laughs> and then and then you start living like without it you know what I mean you're like oh I don't need it like by the way like I'm gay and like okay whatever like doesn't really matter and but but the so then you like have your whole life without it it's not like it doesn't like make up who you are but then to get to just have it for the night you know what mm-hmm. i mean like oh mm-hmm. my god like i actually do have a straight guy's attention and like love it scratches an old itch yeah do you guys feel what i said I'm putting a well it's it's a it's mouth. what a therapist <laughs> might call and maybe i'm butchering this but i think it's called a reparative experience which is where you like yes. let's say you have had like a bad experience in Santiago, Chile, then in order to have a reparative experience, you plan a trip where you make an effort to have a really good time so that then that location is not a trauma in your brain, kind of. A hundred percent. And I feel like that is what it's like to hang out with straight guys on your own terms. It's like, I'm not not trying to impress anyone. I, it's of course, you know, I'm not going to hang out with, you know, like bad, like I'm hanging out with like nice straight guys that accept me for who I am. So like, I'm not like, I'm not intimidated. I don't feel like I'm coming up short. Like I'm recontextualizing the experience. 100%. I-, I love it. And thank you. I needed the language and you gave it to me. And honestly, George, huge shout out to you for just having that language on hand well, because yeah. we were going to be dancing around sort of uh, the phrasing of what that could be called totally. for that could have been totally. the whole episode. It could have well, come up with that phrase. Name. Yeah. Well, I dated someone for six years, both of whose parents were therapists. Oh my oh, God. Wow. So I, I know the language. <laughs> Wait. Yeah. Whoa. Was that crazy? Um, that is crazy. And, and therapists, I'll say it, in Los Angeles. <gasps> so that's sort of top tier. Yeah, top tier. Definitely. To the stars, maybe? Ooh. And I, you know, they can't discuss their, their uh, patients. Oh, they could give a hint. <laughs> they can give a, they could, I saw Sopranos. They can give yeah. a little hint. My mom's a therapist and uh, they can give a hint. No offense. Does your mom have celebrity patients? Yeah, who are her no. Or I guess I don't know, but not, not to my knowledge. Ooh, I want to know. I want to know so badly. <laughs> no. Um, her clients are kind of like just people in like Westchester, I assume. Unless they like fly in for her because she's really good. Yeah. She sounds really good. I mean, she did a great job on you. (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to fly in. I'm going to fly into Westchester. You should seriously take a helicopter to (laughs) Westchester to see my mom. (laughs) To go have therapy with your mom? Yeah. Yeah. She does mostly couples work. So bring whoever. Oh. Oh my God. You two can go. Yeah. We should go. Why not? Mm -hmm. Um, That could be kind of fun. Fascinating. Should we do our first segment? I was going to say that actually. Oh yeah. My God. Natalie, do you feel like we're talking over you too much? Oh my God. Do you feel that? 
Well, I'm just like, you are someone who I, whose voice I value and who I want to just hear speak. And yet I keep having the instinct to speak myself. <laughs> oh, wait, do you guys, I haven't felt that. I feel like I'm talking a lot. Do okay, you good, feel like good. I'm not? That, no, 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 okay, okay, that's, okay. that's now the official narrative. Oh wait. My God, okay. I don't want to be some girl who's like not talking. That's like humiliating. No, 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 <laughs> no. I'm like, I'm like, a, I'm like a girl, like afraid to talk. <laughs> no, that's, you're not being that. You're not, you're not at all. all. You're we, not okay. at all. We actually already changed the narrative and like, we won't let the first narrative take over. Like we have complete control of the narrative and of the press. And so like, totally will control this story. Do you sometimes feel like people are reclaiming narratives too much? Yeah. At this point in time, a hundred percent. I sometimes want to kind of defend the narrative and be like, the narrative has agency too. Like, you have to let it do its thing before you, everyone keeps reclaiming it. Right. You can't constantly. I mean, uh, the like Britney Spears culture and everyone wanting to do that with everything right now. I'm like, can we just let some stuff be like, yeah, what it is on its surface? This is how I feel about the Kanye. I mean, I who knows if this will be relevant by the time this comes out, but like the Kanye, Julia Fox, Kim Kardashian news cycle, where it's like basically there, it's like a, the narrative is a hot potato and they're each reclaiming it for essentially six seconds at a time. Mm. It's like, I can't keep you're, up. You're 100% right because it's like, this is a juicy story. And then it's like, you're having fun with what is abuse. And then it's like, no, you're having fun with what is a mental health breakdown. And then it's like, right. we just go through that over and over and over and over. Totally. Right. Meanwhile, then Julia Fox walked a runway and then there was a headline that was like her revenge dress. And it's like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> when did we get here? Like, <laughs> Right. She is literally, she is so just happy to be here. I She's literally like just happy to be here. Let me here. tell you something. Yeah. Full support. 100%. I, she has my full support. Full support. I think yeah. her saying Anka Jams is one <laughs> yes. of the funniest things that has ever happened. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I um I really like, I just, I find them all, I love looking at her. So that's all I got to say. She's beautiful, gorgeous, stunning gorgeous. beauty. And I kind of like how fake it all is. Like where it's like, we dated Me for too. a month and it's like over. I and couldn't agree more. Real. I'm like, this is, this right. is, this is radical honesty, radical transparency. Totally. Um, it, it is like, mattered. yeah. And it is kind of like, it's a celebrity couple. Like they're all like that. Like it's unsettling to us because it shows us the truth of all celebrity couples, which yeah. is like, they just don't exist. <laughs> like, it's literally just not happening. And that is not nice to us. No. So, Nor. Um, let's see Anyways. our first segment. Okay. okay. Now that we've controlled. I'll narrative. try and speak up a little more. Give myself a little pep talk. <laughs> no, I, I actually feel bad for even say it's, it's my insecurity at being like, at, at speaking too much you. you know I what i mean you. i get you i hear you because i because I, I often and then it spirals and then i'm as i'm doing now i'm taking up space talking about my own insecurity about talking I too know. much and then it's like give it up i hear you but don't worry <laughs> so let's do our first segment sam okay. you go in. okay um so i've had a lot of time to reflect and get stronger <laughs> and so i will be introducing the first segment, Natalie, and it is called Straight Shooters. And in it, we gauge your familiarity with and complicity in straight culture by asking you a series of rapid fire questions, Um, basically this thing or another thing. And if you ask any follow-up questions, we will yell at you. Natalie, how did Sam do introducing the segment? So cute, so sweet, amazing energy, great guy. I've never heard anyone introduce a segment so well. Yeah. Oh my God. It actually brings tears to my eyes. And to think you know, that mere weeks ago, I need Sam... to fact check that as someone <laughs> right now. <laughs> I have to be real with my audience. Snopes. 
<laughs> to think that true. mere weeks ago, Sam would, in fact, ask me to introduce a segment because, quote, you're so much better at it. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, that's weaponized. Heartbreaking. <laughs> heartbreaking. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, but, you know, <laughs> but it's like but, a really good weapon. Totally. Three <laughs> um, more. <laughs> All right. Shoot me. Uh, okay, Sam, go. Oh, oh sorry. Yeah. Um, um, why am I apologizing? Um, okay, so Natalie, leftist politics or center parts? Oh, oh center parts. Natalie. Um, oh. Oh, hi. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, like, of course, leftist politics, right? But what, what we actually can only focus on one thing at a time, and right now it is center parts. It's center parts. That's a correct assessment. Yeah. yeah. Natalie, Fat Joe or Skinny Girl Margarita? <laughs> oh, skinny girl. I'm a Bethany girl. I listen to Just Be the podcast, so yeah. it's got to be. Yeah. Um, okay. The teens of Euphoria or the 30 somethings of Astoria? The teens of Euphoria, mm. nicely. <laughs> um, unrealistic beauty standards or realistic de aging technology? <laughs> um, realistic de aging technology. I, I can't wait to participate. <laughs> I can't wait to be part of the conversation. Can yeah, I be can't talking wait. after the they are said? You can't do what you just did, which is ask a question. No, I but didn't. Of course, you you literally <laughs> I said. Did. Can I, I did. I know. I did. I know. I did. Fact check. Fact check. Fact check. But can I do you, something? Can if, I say something? If, I wonder if I can be at, talking after the um, things are said. The, yeah, I talking, that too. making statements is not is allowed. Like that's not okay. I love that know, because I do rules. often need to explain myself. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Um, okay, being a linebacker or being a line producer? <laughs> oh my God. I think honestly being a linebacker because it would be silly and cute if I did that. Mm-hmm. And if I was a line producer, people would be like so disappointed in me for like ruining, forgetting to do stuff and like, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Don't you think linebacker Maybe this is one of those things where you know you say the word so many times that it loses its meaning. Now hearing the word, now hearing the word linebacker, I'm like that sounds that sounds like the title of um, kind of like a postmodern novel, <laughs> like linebacker. Yeah. Doesn't it sound like like really conceptual right. or something? Like it's weird that <laughs> I guess you could say that about like shortstop. Like those are pretty weird words. Yeah. Oh well, what God. is linebacker again? That's I don't know. Football player. Okay. Is that the big one? It's the big one for sure. Okay. Because people will be like, I, built like a linebacker. Right, right, right. Right, right. But they're all pretty big, right? Yeah, so, you can't yeah. be like tiny and be a football player for sure. Unless you're a kicker. Unless you're a kicker? Oh, okay, I didn't well, know then that. Well, you can. If you're and a no kicker, do you never get in a situation where you are Jeez. beat up? I think you can get beat up a little, but I don't think it's very common. Mostly Maybe after the game. If you, after yeah, the game, they just punch job. you in the face. Yeah. If you're talking smack at the at the bar after the big game, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. If you win, they do like a celebratory like punch in the fucking face. God, that's yeah, like they're like jackass. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> Natalie. Yeah. Self help or self harm. Okay, you guys. Say that. <laughs> and who wrote that little ditty? Is that George? Yeah, yeah, that was a George original for sure. I have to say self-help uh, pretty yeah. unambiguously, yeah. Wow. I mean, I love self-help. I read the book about sibling rivalry. I am Which we have to get back to, but but let's finish the segment first. Okay. Um, okay. No, that wasn't, sorry, that was not directed at you. That was directed at me wanting to respond to that. 
<laughs> and George, move on to George. Says that George. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, okay, this is going to be a hard one. Oh God. Kirsten Dunst, oh. Kristen Stewart, or Kieran okay. Culkin. Whoa. Oh, you know what? It's actually not hard. Oh wow. Um, for me, it's Kristen Stewart. Whoa. Um, huh. You know what I mean? Because I'm like a lesbian. Right. Mm. So it's not so like, what am I gonna pick? It's like Right. She's like your guy's Lady Gaga. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she's just like <laughs> you can be like you can have like opinions. You can be like, oh yeah, she's like annoying, or like she's like, oh, like, oh, she's a really good actor, like she's a bad actor or whatever, but it's like she's kind of just like psychotically hot. That's it really thing. is. And there's like no there's no real if ands or buts. I mean, maybe people will write in. Maybe you'll get like flooding DMs like, we don't like her, but come on. Mm-hmm. And she has this mm-hmm. girlfriend, fiance, whatever. She did this like interview where she was like, yeah, I met her two weeks ago. Like, I'm going to marry her. Like, I'm engaged, whatever. She's just like a classic like hero for people like me. <laughs> you really met her? She got engaged to her fiance for two weeks? No, but she made the plan. Yeah, she was like, this is the one. Yeah. Whoa. Though I do love Kristen. Kirsten Dunst's Architectural Digest house tour. Have you guys seen it? Yes, of course. Oh, God. <laughs> Sam, have you not? No. Oh, weird. Oh, God. <laughs> you got to see what she's doing with little boat figurines. Really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I can't decide if I actually like the house. I did really enjoy watching her give the tour. I hear you. I got it. And I agree with you, by the way. So. Natalie, try, try and catch me not agreeing with you. Okay, go ahead. Giving it a go or giving it a rest? You gotta give it a rest. You gotta <laughs> give it a rest. <laughs> okay. Okay. Wow. Finally, I asked my last question so I can respond to the Kristen Stewart conversation, which is what I've wanted to do this whole time. Please do it. To me, <laughs> and I'm sorry if this comes across as problematic. To yeah. me, it's like you watch something like The L Word. Each of the women has a different energy and you're like okay these are all the kinds of queer women mm-hmm. Kristen Stewart is like what if you took all those energies and put them into one person <laughs> um can you say more no actually okay like, amazing do you guys have another segment or <laughs> <laughs> I guess no, what I-, I mean is just like she is as you're saying she is as Sam said she is your lady gaga in that she had she has it all she's like she is the she is the one, right? I mean, right? Yeah. I mean, she's and, and people are so going to disagree with me. I really should just speak from personal experience because, like, whatever. But I, it's it's not that she's so like, um, like it's real. She's not Lady Gaga because it's really that she's so fucking hot to mm. me. You know what I yeah. mean? Not even like, oh, she's like representing the culture or she's like hitting knockout after knockout. I see. Or whatever. It's like she literally like <laughs> talks in a way that is um, of having sex for uh, me. I want to yeah. talk about something else because I'm getting embarrassed about no, how no, much no, I'm no, no, no. No, I, but I completely no, agree with you. It, there's no one that has more of an erotically charged presence. Yeah. It's not true, except for that girl who was in that French one. Oh my God. Um, Adele. Oh, Adele. I'm talking about like the singer. <laughs> Adele, the one with the, what okay, do you feel like Adele is the hotter one or the other one is the hotter one from like, Blue's Warm's okay. Color? Thank you for asking. And it's not Blue's Warm's Color that I'm talking about. I'm actually talking uh, about um Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. The Blue's Warm's Color 
uh, whatever it's psycho but um <laughs> adele there's a fan cam of her and Got i it. actually you guys should post post this in the note, show notes can you okay. do that yeah yeah sure. we're gonna post it in the show notes a fan cam video I'm of adele from portrait of a lady on fire that are, is literally gonna get your guys's rocks off so I hope I hope people are generally jerking it to this episode is all I can say. <laughs> you think you have like like a lot of kind of like dikey like listeners? Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. Then I just can't like wait. I mean based on like emails we get and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And well, they've and been the, clamoring for me. Sorry. And the, yeah. the backlash I got when I said I didn't like Kristen Stewart. And for the record, I was the one defending. Just now? Her. No, no just, just, we've talked about her in the past. Oh, all yeah. right. This is insane. <laughs> <laughs> now this is officially insane. And it's, I'm like scared. No, it's like, <laughs> how come it's insane when I start talking about it? Like, it's like so unfair. Because you had a secret, Sam. You're kind of gatekeeping Kristen Stewart. I, th- th- like, I'm, I'm just saying, this is how I feel is like, you're talking about her. But then when we start talking about her, you are suddenly really tense. And you're like, that's not true. Not, not that. Mm, okay. Well, I'm obviously coming in with like a bad energy energy but i will say you guys had a thing about her that i didn't know about so i was being repetitive i guess is what i'm feeling no no our thing was just whether she's a good actress which is completely separate oh respect i don't know and of course the thing is i keep saying sam have you seen personal shopper and my answer remains no i have not (laughs) but and and i do take back what i said Uh i was watching the twilight films and it had and it was driving me crazy to watch them. And that's, I think I was coming Uh-oh. from a place of anger. Yeah. that Those films, oh my God, they're not ready stressed. to be reclaimed quite yet. They're not <laughs> no. good. Guys, yeah. I like, yeah. I missed it. I missed a little bit. Now I'm back. Oh, it froze? <laughs> it fro- Did you know that? Oh, no. You, no, you thought no, I, I was being tell. shy? Okay, yeah. no problem. Yeah. No problem. Well, I know you're an introvert. What are you guys talking about? <laughs> well, you know, I think this is actually a good time to maybe move on. If- Agreed. Mm, okay. Because imagine, truly imagine how boring it would be if we were like, well, actually we were talking about this. And then we like had to retell Re-did you what it. we were talking about. Like, imagine. Mm-hmm. No, I don't want to. Boring, right? Yeah. Natalie, what the hell mm-hmm. is your topic? Okay. So my topic is... And this is a thing of straight culture, mm-hmm. if I'm understanding everything. Yes, yes. Is penis straws. Yeah. And mm-hmm. maybe people don't know what have the visual exactly, but if you Google it, it'll come up. Like those plastic <laughs> straws that you have on like bachelorette weekends that right. have a penis at the top. Yeah. So you're like sucking on a penis to get to the like gin and tonic or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I mean, I'm a bridesmaid. I've been one. Do you identify as one more broadly, just out of out of a context of a someone, specific event? <laughs> Even though when the wedding ends, you're still alive. <laughs> I think if someone tells you something enough times about yourself, you start to believe them. And... It's kind of like how, like you know, there's a, a kind of harmful stereotype of like straight women like experimenting with queerness in college or something, and that it's like, mm-hmm. and 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 then they you know get whatever. It's like. You're like, no, I wasn't experimenting with being a bridesmaid. Like, that's right. my identity. <laughs> You're like, yeah. yeah, for the night. I'm like, how many times I have to tell you? Like, <laughs> this is me. Um, but I have, I've been one. I do identify. And um, like, I've been on Bachelorette weekends. And the penis yeah. straw is like a big part of it. Yeah. And it's a very straight activity to suck out of the penis straw. Yeah. For me. Yeah. Can I say more? Please. 
Okay. Basically, I feel like there's this thing on Bachelorette weekends. Have you guys done Bachelor weekend? Trips? I've been a bridesman for, for my uh, best friend, Jen. And very briefly, there was a penis element okay. to it. Thank so you. It was, was it pin the tail? Uh, I actually, you know what? I think maybe that might have been part of it, but I now can't remember. But more importantly, we were very, my friend Jen um, got married relatively young. We were like 23, 24. And the thing that her bride's, her um, maid of honor planned was a nude drawing class where there was a naked guy and we all were taught how to draw him by this like, Oh kind God. of domineering woman who was part of the <gasps> who was the one that. like peddling him <laughs> oh my That's God so, How so, so we started first of all it was at this like gorgeous Airbnb that was kind of like a loft so we did the drawing and then we went out and this was in London and we had British person bingo so it was like we would go out bar hopping and it would be like okay did you meet someone who is from Essex? Did you meet someone who voted yes on Brexit? And you would like to do the bingo card. And you were in- And some of them Britain? were kind of- Thank you. Thank you for asking that question. What did you say, Natalie? <laughs> you were in, in England? We were in London. Okay. okay. I, did you say that already? <laughs> no, oh, sorry. Said. My best friend, Jen- <laughs> Going is... around Hell's Kitchen, playing Essex. I'm so sorry. She, her husband is British. They got married in London. Okay, that helps so much. Okay. The batch, the, it, it was in London. <laughs> <laughs> we drew a naked guy. Then we yeah. went out bar hopping and, and that was the batch. And there were there was definitely penis paraphernalia, but I can't remember exactly what it was. Like, I don't know if it was straws. I don't know if it was stickers. I don't know if it was, you know, confetti that was shaped like penises, right, but there was an element of that for sure. Totally. So that And that is the only time I've ever been in a bridal party. Okay, thank you. And I'm taking all that in. And I have been in a bridal party once, but I did not go to the bachelorette party. As Nor have us. I been to a bachelor party. Okay. Um, not, not, and it wasn't political. Um, it okay. wasn't, I wasn't trying to make my voice heard by, by being silent. Um, That's fine. I, I just sort of, I think it was like, you know, part of me has trouble committing to sort of the flights and sort of the costs of, of so part a gathering. Of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is a there's a part of me that doesn't want to pay for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. It's a burden. Well, basically, um, the theory is like at a bachelorette weekend, and this kind of goes for any straight like girls' night or whatever. There's like a lot of work done to like invoke sex and like sexiness and like yeah. something illicit, like kind of something's happening right now. You know what I mean? Because it's a very like unsexual like kind of known environment like yeah. nothing's gonna happen tonight but we have these penis draws so like oh we're doing something illicit or like we're looking at a naked guy like we're drawing a penis you know like that kind of thing or wearing a penis hat or like we're playing a game where we talk about sex you know what I mean like never have I ever or whatever and I feel like it's very straight because with gay people it's not there's not no sex you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's, There's always sex. Something, right? Sex is always on the table. <laughs> it is, like, or whatever. Like, if you're in a group of gay people, it's like, it's not like, oh, yeah, like, well, not, nothing would ever happen between any of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's yeah like, grow up. Know. Right, maybe. I'm not God. I don't know what's going to happen. Right. Something. 
So that kind of thing of like really working hard to like add sex in like an obvious yes. way. Yeah. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Is a straight thing. You also point out well, the whole point of like bachelor and bachelorette parties too is like we have to go wild because after this, we only have sex with this one person yes. and we never are fun again because, right. well, then the kids come and the home and, right. um, and uh, whereas I do think gay people are like, marriage does not mean um, that in the same sense. Totally. <laughs> I actually think that for straight people, even bachelorettes and bachelor parties have strayed too far from the original thing, which was like, have sex one more time before you get yes. <laughs> with someone right. else. There's actually then, this I love like, that. There, there's actually something almost uh, beautiful in the simplicity of a bachelor party at like a strip club because you're like, yes. okay, this is straightforward. Whereas like 100%. to have a bachelorette party where it's like <laughs> penises, penises. <laughs> exactly. like, what are we doing here? <laughs> totally. Like at least like a bachelor party back in the day was like you're not married yet. You should have sex. You should fuck a girl. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And then they would. And then, oh, in our modern day conception of commitment or whatever, like, oh, we're not that we, we don't have sex with people. So that's cheating. And it'll still be cheating tomorrow. It's like, then what are we doing here? You know what I mean? <laughs> what? Why right. is tonight so different than tomorrow? Yeah. Yeah. You're completely right. I'm almost Thank imagining <laughs> like um, like a midsummer style ritualistic it should end with like, and now here is a naked person, have sex with them. People should exactly. die. Yeah. <laughs> and there well, should be blood. Movie. And there should be blood. The and hangover. there will be blood. And there will be blood. Promising a woman. Promising a woman. No, um, the like Alana Glazer movie where they like kill someone. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is, by the way, the feeling of a bachelorette party where it's like something needs to happen. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. In that movie, it's murder, but that's the feeling of like, yeah. this night needs to be like alive and yeah. it's not going to be. Well, that's it. Well, that's the, 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 pro the stilted promise of the bachelorette party. It's like, uh, well, you want to go crazy, but you're not going to do the one thing. Like right. you're not going to have sex with some, like, so right. then you have to just like find all these ways to get right to the edge, but not jump. Right. Totally. Uh, and it comes in the form of a straw. Mm. Yeah. When you are at these bachelorette <laughs> parties, are you having fun? Um, yeah, a lot of the time. <laughs> I just went to one for my friend a couple months ago. It was just like a random house. I got there. There was a horse nearby and I did shrooms and I looked at the horse. It was amazing, you mm -hmm. know, and mm -hmm. it was really fun. But then there were penis straws. Yeah. And and I, and I am a wrinkle in it. You know what I mean? Like, sure. That it's like, oh, the penis straw. And I'm like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's kind of like, don't, don't think too hard about the whole totally thing. Yeah. But, but I do, but I do, um, I do have a lot of fun all the time in my life. <laughs> there is something <laughs> about, would you say, and I don't, I don't want you to drag your friends, but like, okay, for yeah. me, I'm like the bachelorette party I'm describing is very much. It was not, it was like, everything was done with a wink. It was mm -hmm. a mixed group of like women and gay men. It was like, all these people are like, you know, almost doing commentary on the idea of a bachelorette party. Like no one right. was there earnestly being like, you know. Right. I can't believe you're doing this, batch. Like it, it wasn't, you know, it was very yeah. much like, oh, isn't it funny that we have penis things? Like, right. isn't it funny that we're doing this? 
you know, and I'm almost like, I almost crave the simplicity of a non-ironic, like mm, of a bachelorette party yeah. where it's really like, I've been waiting my whole life for this. Yeah. I mean, I don't think the ones that I've done are ironic. Like, okay. <laughs> I, I mean, listen, there's always a wink and a nod with a penis hat. Of course. You know of what course. I mean? Like, it's a playful thing. Yeah, yeah it would be best. funny if the, it would be crazy if there wasn't if someone was like this is a fashion that's statement right. yeah. <laughs> oh, right. of course of course and by the way though check the runway next year like i mean say that's that. how it starts exactly as soon as something is laughable it becomes fashion right oh, you're so joking true. now but literally you're going to be like bidding on one on ebay and like <laughs> how soon um, do you think pussy hats are going to be reappropriated ironically <laughs> it's not soon enough no, we're going to wait for 20, 2030, I think. Honestly, I think, I, I actually think it's, it's really going to take a second because it, it felt it's in, the scars are bad. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. It's not going to be like a quick bounce back. Oh my God. What's up? Wow. That really affected you. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. Oh my God. It was the hats. We can't think oh, of You were talking about how it's not an ironic you, oh yeah they're not they're not ironic but i will say like it's i mean it is can be like a really fun like you go away with a group of people you get to meet like if you have the new people you're meeting are fun that's a great element you know what mm-hmm. i mean like oh i totally. love your college friends or whatever i um, yes i love that that's I like the that best too. part of a wedding yeah i know i mean yeah that is like i do think like sometimes like queer weddings are kind of trying to like reinvent the wheel a little bit you know a hundred percent and it's kind of like you know what it's no problem you can do whatever you want but like the wheel is like it's not bad you know <laughs> it's been tested yeah it's been right. t- it's tired and true right so i don't know are you guys like gonna get married you think <laughs> to each other <laughs> yeah or whatever maybe yeah. after we see your couple's therapist mom um yes. <laughs> i do i like Honestly, if it were done well, I really love the premise of a bachelor bachelorette party. It sounds so fun. And I'm at this point in my life, just desperately seeking excuses for people to commit to having fun. A hundred percent. I'm, I'm sick and tired of, oh yeah, let's, oh, I'll I'll pop in for a drink, but then I have to go to that thing. It's like, no, no, no. I want your complete attention. I want you to be in a hotel room with me and you Mm -hmm. have to go to sleep here and wake up here. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. Wait, you want like, what do you want then? You want like a big weekend away or you want like a crazy night? Do you know what I mean? That's a great question. It doesn't need to be a big weekend away, but I want a small weekend away. I want like, it's say, maybe like Atlantic city. It's like an hour. Yes. I want to go like an hour out of town. So everyone's, yeah. everyone's committed to being there mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's, but it's not hard to get there. And then you just, everyone is on the same page of like going for it and being a lot of fun. I yeah. Love I would, I'm imagining, maybe this is boring, but like I'm imagining an upstate house with the right crew. You I know what I mean? You guys are Say really describing that. the two kinds, like the yeah. two best kinds, you know? Yeah. Like I can, I adventure. do think Atlantic City would take me out of it. I'm going to be honest. Like I, I need to be, I need to not be affected by my surroundings. Like I don't need to see someone stumbling on the street. Got you, it. You know, like yeah. I, I, I yeah. want it you to be. You don't need like stimuli. Yes. Or I want to be contr- in control of the stimuli. Okay. I love that. I do want the option to go to a bar like specifically like a smaller city bar i find to be so fun yeah Um, well yeah i mean 
Unfortunately, I have the trauma of going to a small bar in Maine and singing karaoke with a woman. And we did um, the pink song, some ballad. Oh, uh, she's amazing. Uh, it was called uh, Who Knew? Who Knew? Really? <laughs> yeah, it was Who Knew. Wait, and then I was how like, connected are we right now? Yeah, with who knew? that was crazy. Yeah. But but here's that the, was actually the, crazy. But here's the thing who is then knew? I was like, yeah. we were singing it together, and I was like trying. I was being a little a stranger. You know, yeah, a stranger. Yeah, she was okay. I would say in her forties. I was being a little kind of. Okay. I, I was taking the role of like gay guy who's like, yes, queen. You know, I was doing a little bit of that. Whatever. Okay. We're in karaoke. We're singing her, pink. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> Um, and, and then I was like trying to be like cutesy with her. And then she was like, truly turned to me and had like tears in her eyes. And was like, this song reminds me of my baby who I haven't seen in so long. And I was like, Oh, and then I actually, that experience was immensely traumatic in terms of like suddenly being brought down to earth when I thought I truly was like, I'm a tourist in this small city. And I'm like, I'm like having fun with this random woman and there was just like a a real like down-to-earth moment where I I truly still think about it to this day and that that has like affected how I how I see like going out when I'm somewhere else no there's nothing worse than like a person who's like a casual stranger slash friend like trying to become like a three-dimensional person with you it's like no 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 like, let's acknowledge what this is. Like, we totally. were performing a, a, a person for each other. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I wonder how she thinks about it, though. Like, maybe she's like, oh, my God, like that night, like I was so held by that guy, that gay guy. Well, I did. I, you know what I mean? I will say, to, to my credit, I did step up to the plate and then, like, have a, like, pretty intense conversation with her. No, I'm, it sounds like you did. And that's probably why it's traumatic for you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you gave it to her. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's good that you did it. But it was also crazy that to me, that song, Who Knew, I was almost doing it. I was like, oh my God, so random that it's like this pink song. And then she was like, the song is really meaningful to me. (laughs) I can't, I mean, there's no way to talk about it without sounding like an asshole, but. Well, I do think that pink has that funny ability to be very, very much a joke to some people and literally like a prince to other people. Yes. You know? Yeah. My oh. my mom is addicted to pink. She like is obsessed with her <laughs> in a way that's like I I genuinely wish I could connect. Like I don't enjoy like being having a differing opinion on it. Like I wish mm-hmm. I could just be like hell yes. But like yes. I'm always like she'll be like so what do you like do you like pink and like do gay guys like pink and I'm like oh no. that's so sweet. Wait that I should have done that as my topic. Pink. Pink. Pink is such a good topic. Pink? Should I should I save it for someone else? There's nobody straighter, especially how dykey she looks and yes. is. It's it's amazing the way that she can look and act and how straight she can still seem and be, you know? Yeah. Well, it's all these signifiers that you would think like, oh, she's really good friends with Ellen. Like all these things that maybe to a straight person would read as queer, but actually they right. make her even more straight. It's an amazing, right. Ah, George, yes. Like it's, it's just an example of how like, the facts don't tell the whole story. Like you really- 100%. Just looking at the raw data, like, yeah. Oh, does she have a short haircut? Yes. Does she like to do aerial tricks? Yeah. yeah. But she's not a lesbian and she yeah. doesn't act like one. And you're so wow. right. Thank you for bringing raw data, the concept yeah. of raw data into yeah. it, because it goes to show you how relying on STEM does not tell the whole story. Like that's no. why you need a kind of liberal arts education <laughs> to be able right. to interpret something. You can't just rely on the data. 
Yeah, and you have to wow. rely a lot on like vibe is something I would yeah. say. Yeah. 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 Did we get to the bottom of penis straws? <laughs> well, I'm I'm almost like Natalie. Do you have anything you want to say about oh. specifically pe penis straws? Which you totally don't have to, because to me this topic has always been about the concept of the bachelorette. bachelorette. Well, I mean the penis straw like itself i think is just like embodies the thing of like ooh, like i'm doing something sexual you mm -hmm. know what i mean like needing to be like this is sexy when you're with all girls i'm drinking out of it like i'm putting my mouth to the little tip of the shafts on the mm -hmm. straw and you wouldn't have to do that if you were gay you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, you, you wouldn't. You wouldn't have to bring no. it in so hard with the straw. Yeah. But yeah, I you. actually, I actually wish they would though. Okay. Sorry. I'm. Every Whoa. Time we talk about I love this. it. Yeah. Okay. Hear me out. A gay bar that's bachelorette party themed. <gasps> Fuck. <gasps> Sam. <laughs> wait. And you. Wait. Yeah. What the yeah. fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And all the drinks have penis straws. The <gasps> bartenders are wearing penis hats. You get like it's a like sash. a joke. It's like a commentary. Literally, gay men wearing party. bachelorette sash, yes. like bride to be sash, and, and pin the penis on the guy in the corner. Yes. Okay, all right, okay. You guys this actually is... have your next projects, by the way. George, you need to write that movie about Reagan and yeah. the glorious assets. And Sam, you actually have to start this bar. And literally, we need to get you like seed money. I'm so yeah. excited for you guys. This is crazy. <laughs> That wow. is amazing. I mean, you would go, right? I would 100% go to that bar. And you know who else would go? Who? That's where our parties. Yeah. Like, it would be they, like, like wouldn't get it. Yeah, they sorry. Wouldn't but, no, like, they wouldn't they get, get it. Like, the no, but they would go, and then the, and they would be fun for the guys there, too. Yeah. Well, you know what kind I mean? Of, and they would kind the, of be props. Yes. It's you know? funny because one of the most frustrating, I feel like, quote unquote, debates is when gay men are like, straight women need to stop going to gay bars, like bachelor, mm -hmm. no more bachelorette parties at gay bars. Because then it's like, oh, eh, what? Like, this is like, what? Yeah. I just like stumbled into that. Go yeah. ahead. But, but it's just like, it, it, it's not that simple. Like, you can't, it, this isn't like a clear punching up, right. punching down thing. Like, it, a gay bar should be for everyone. So then it's like, well, you're almost like remixing that and making it. Right. completely nonsensical where you're like okay <laughs> no one's on top here no everyone's <laughs> on the bottom and and it's like oh like why are these women at the gay bars but but if they came to this gay bar mm. they would be a fun prop for the guy like it's really for the guys you know mm -hmm. what i mean like you could have like a photo booth in the corner and and you're like oh my god look you know it's in the same way that it's like girls go to the gay bars and be like blah, 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 blah. it's gay but, but they would be the ones that are like, do you guys get what I'm saying? I do get yeah. what you're saying. And I think you're God. completely right. Do you think I should say it for like another half hour? <laughs> <laughs> well, it was, it was hard because it was like, we can't interrupt, you know, like, so we're just like, maybe know, she's like looking allowed. for a natural conclusion. Oh, um, yeah. You know, I used to think that like bachelorette party at gay bars thing, like had kind of like aged out. Like I thought it like didn't exist anymore. Mm -hmm. And then a few years ago we were on fire Island, which, you know, it's like hard to get there, hard to get housing there. Like it's like mm -hmm. a commitment and there was a full bachelorette. That's the party. real housing crisis. <laughs> there was a full bachelorette party fully on fire Island, like oh at the bar, God. like it's treating like, the gay men. How did like... you get here? <laughs> and they were like treating the gay men like props. And yeah. I was like, this is crazy. Like That's you don't so understand where funny. you are. Can I tell you it's... something you think that most straight women at this point have multiple gay friends. 
it is shocking how not yeah. true that is. They, and they, yeah. so, and it is way more often, and I'm not saying I'm offended by this, I don't care, but it is way more often than you think that you will suddenly be spoken to by a straight woman as though it's like 1998 and she's watching Will and Grace. It is, it is shocking. <laughs> Cause you kind of think like New York, like media representation, like surely yeah. every kind of cool looking straight woman has a few close gay male friends. You just kind of think like that's part of the world now. It, it really is. I am constantly, constantly shocked by this. Yeah. Would you agree, Sam? I fully agree. It's kind of crazy. And it's I almost sad well, because you can that tell that asked. they, because <laughs> well, you can tell that they somehow missed the boat. <laughs> like they were like, oh no, like I'm 33 and I still don't have close gay male friends. Right. They just moved to the wrong towns in the wrong order. Yeah. In the yeah. wrong decades and just missed it all. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's also like a self-fulfilling thing where it's like they treat gay men like that. And so gay men don't want to hang out with them. So yeah. then they're always like, well, why don't I have a best gay friend? Right. And it's, because... it's like, that's because you want one. Yeah. yeah. That's so sad. <laughs> <laughs> that's doing <even> heavy. <laughs> that's oh, sad. God. It's really sad. God. Yeah. Um, wow. But yeah. I like but, don't want this episode to end. Sorry. Now I like God. brought the concept of it ending into the conversation. <laughs> well, wow. I just, I, you know, I want to say <laughs> in the <laughs> straight women, this yeah. has been like a a, a, a critique of you this episode. And I personally love you. Same. I thrive around straight women. Same. And I think for the most part, you're my icons, my idols, straight women are my lady. <laughs> I agree. You know who's one of the great one of the great straight women? My mom. Oh, and my, my god. Mom. My wait, can I say something? Yeah. My mom. Our moms and our moms know how to act around gay men. Yeah. Freudian yeah. we want to be best friends with our moms. Yeah. And yeah, that's the real Freudian. The real Freudian thing, <laughs> elephant in the room, is that we just want to be best friends with our moms. With our moms, hundred <laughs> percent. He was too afraid to write it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, "Oh, I guess I want to fuck her." No, it's no. Yeah, you want to be right, best. No. You want to be best friends. Yeah, yeah, you want to be having a bachelorette party with your mom. Oh my god, totally. the dream. I mean, I yeah, I have to give a major shout out to straight women because literally, like, some of the best girls in the world, and mm -hmm. taught me so much, and and a big part of me is one. Whoa. Wow. What you am have, I saying? Yeah. What, really, saying? what does that mean? Huh? <laughs> I mean, I just, silence. <laughs> yeah, by the way, oh, this would be an amazing platform to D come out on. Right. I would. Oh, yeah. that, that would be, be really, huge. do you right? maybe want to straight or? culture? <laughs> my topic is me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like I, I was one for a long time. And I, I mean, I think a lot of like gay women don't feel comfortable in some of the like, straight like girl stuff but I was like a big fan of like sleepovers and like blah 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 and like closeness and like yeah and but also my friends growing up my straight girlfriends who are all straight now and whose bachelor parties I go to when we were kids we used to hump the shit out of each other like of course you have to I, I mean and I'm like why why did I love it so much I'm like yeah straight girls are amazing like literally mm. <laughs> you can like rub on each other I don't know what that was but it was <laughs> seriously amazing and sleepovers are to die for if you play yeah. them right so mm -hmm. and that's honestly what is a bachelorette party but a sleepover and i want to have one. Oh my god i would love to have a sleepover oh yeah do you guys do that ever 
Well, no. I feel like if you're having a sleepover with gay men, it does not the stereotype, but it it does it is an orgy. Ugh, so fun. <laughs> Whatever. Congrats. Thank you. Thank um, you. Yeah, I feel like sleepovers like. No one's doing them anymore. Everyone needs like their night creams or whatever. <laughs> no, I fully, I think that's so true. Everyone's like, well, my back hurts if I like don't sleep in my own bed. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, can you just have a fucking night where your back hurts? Right. Like it's worth it for the camaraderie. Totally. Get a massage. We're Get really a, having fun. And that's a great excuse. Can like, I say really? something? Give each other massages. People who are particular about their routines when they're literally on like a group vacation yeah. is so destabilizing. I... Mm-hmm. Now I'm like not sure if I want to say this because maybe this these people listen. Can I tell let's you? Let's just say uh, do, uh, let's just say this. Oh, okay. I once went on vacation with people who kept adhering to strict exercise regimens while on that vacation that would like oh. interfere with group activities. So we would have to plan around their exercising. <laughs> That's tough. That's really P90X. Tough. You can say. Is I'm not P90X? gonna say. I'm not gonna. I'm uh, my okay. our lips are sealed. You know I don't <laughs> exercise anymore, and I want to say this to listeners. It is literally one of the best things that's ever happened to me. <laughs> Not I, exercising? Yes. I mean, I take walks or whatever, but when I yeah. have to go somewhere, but seriously, my body, I've never felt more amazing. And some people aren't supposed to do it. I'll just say that. It's not yeah. right for everybody. What's well, so funny because I, I don't exercise, but I feel a constant. I'm basically, well, no, it's like occasionally I'll, I'll do stuff, but it's like, I basically feel a constant guilt about not exercising. George, 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 George. You need to come, we need to talk because okay. literally you can be free. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't have to do it. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Okay. 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 Sam. I can't, I can't support this conversation. You can, no, you're, no. You're and, literally and trained and for a Sam, And I know, on. whatever, we can't get into this again. Working out is like the thing that puts me in the best mood. Yeah. I feel oh, incredible. Sam. I need to go for a run. Or Sam, Sam, you actually, need to- I'm feeling so much affection for you. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Natalie's like, I've been there. so sweet. No, and there not, is a way not out. Not pity. No, 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 no. I think it's adorable. Like, actually, I'm like, that, I Sam, so look, look at your big smile. It must be true for you. You know what I mean? Yeah, That's amazing. You know? George, it's not true for you and you need to come be with me. Okay. <laughs> I love, I love Natalie, the like prescribed, like almost as if it's like antidepressants. It's like, it's not for everybody. Of course, it's very individual, but, it's, but not everybody can be jogging. No. Are you kidding me? Yeah. What is harder on the body than throwing yourself at the pavement? Second, I do think second. running specifically, I'm sorry to say is insane. Yeah. It's Sam, do you're, you run? you're sacrificing yourself. I run a little. Okay. I don't run like a okay, ton, okay, but okay. I, it's, yeah, I do a a mile or two to warm up for my my gym time. You like and to be at the gym. The idea that a mile is a if I ever ran a mile, I'd be like, well, time to go right. to the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Call ambulance. I'm at point nine nine. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. But the gym, uh, do you like the gym like life? I love the gym life. It really is. It, it like, and I don't even think I'm particularly good at it. Like my body is like quite average, but I just like love going there. And I love like hitting the weights and going for little runs. And oh, I, I can't get enough of this stuff. That's amazing. And I would never try and take it from you, even though it seems like I am. <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, we talked about it before, but I want to I want to join it. My fantasy in life, uh, along with my bachelorette bar, is to join a really really fancy gym one day. Equinox. Sam, you literally can join Equinox. <laughs> in my mind, I'm not there yet. You know what I mean? I know, but I just think knowing how much joy it would bring you, you <laughs> can cut costs elsewhere and join Equinox. Could you get like some type of deal with them, or are you like post hashtag ad? Do you know what okay. I mean? Would they be down? <laughs> What? No, George, what? Oh, we can't talk about that? Seriously, he wants to be happy. Can we help him? I don't think I'm... No, I don't think they would have me. We'll do ads on the pod. Yeah. I feel like our listeners wouldn't mind a 10% discount on the $600 a month price point. (laughs) Right, it's Um, not really a discount crowd. Should we do our Um, final segment is the real question. What? I think we absolutely should. (laughs) George, do you want to introduce it? Yeah. Natalie. Our final segment is called Shoutouts, and in this segment, we pay homage to one of the foundational elements of straight culture, which is the radio shoutout. Think Aww. TRL. Think, you know, Elvis Duran of the Z Morning Zoo. Love him. He's gay, by the way. Go on. No. Whoa. Yeah, he's, he's a gay guy. Yeah. Wow. Welcome to the flock. Yeah. <laughs> wait what did you say i don't know um so we will each go around and and do a shout out about something that that is on our minds this week and you know what i actually something came to me i can go first i would love if you went first i want to give a quick shout out to the band gossip and its lead singer beth ditto let me tell you something dearest listeners i recently did a deep dive into the work of the band Gossip, which I used to love. And and I would say, you know, they broke up, uh, you know, a few years ago. I haven't, they're not in my playlist. I don't regularly listen to them. And I just want to say, nobody is doing it like these men and women anymore. I highly encourage everyone to do two things. One is go look up the performance of Standing in the Way of Control that they did on David Letterman and tell me that is not real rock and roll the world has not seen since 2007. And two, go listen to the song Step in the Right Direction and tell me that song should not be a canonized empowerment anthem on par with Katy Perry's Firework. I'm talking they should play it on RuPaul's Drag Race. I'm talking they should play it in graduations. It should be a theme when someone has a coming out party. And so with that, I am calling officially for a career resurgence of one Miss Beth Ditto. And that's final. Um, You know, George, I'm down for the reclaiming of uh, that band. Mm. Um, I, from my experience, I remember them being like, I felt like Perez Hilton liked them so much in their heyday that it was like, I was like, okay, well, I won't like this. Like, like, I remember- It's a big tent though. It's a big tent. (laughs) It's totally a big tent. In my mind, they're very like fashion. Like Beth Ditto, I feel like would like walk runways and it would be like, isn't it fun that she's there? And I think you're right. And I think I'm just, maybe it was even internalized homophobia where Mm. I was like, well, if Perez likes it so much, then I don't like it. Totally. But, but I, that is definitely my association. Um, Wow. I have no association. I'm sorry to cut you off. Well, there you go. Is that true, Natalie? I feel like I don't you know. Like I them. don't know what it is. I, Whoa. I don't think I would. I don't know a lot about music. And if I if if I was trying to flirt with you guys, <laughs> that would be something that I would have brought up sooner. 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So we could explain oh, music to you. So you could show yeah. me songs and yeah. tell me about music like, so and whatever. Well, I'm happy to send yeah. you some playlists. Yeah, oh my God, I love, I seriously need stuff. Like, please send me. I love that. I seriously, um, oh, I don't know music. Wow. Okay, well, I'll go now. Ready? Mm-hmm. What's up, freaks and losers and perverts out there around the globe? I would like to give a huge shout out to lettuce, specifically a head of lettuce. Having a head of lettuce is the peak of wealth. I have always thought I'm not worth it. I can't have a head of lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just use some of the fucking box salad and put it on my sandwich or whatever. I got a fucking head of lettuce because I was going through it in Santiago, Chile, and I'm pulling these dang leaves off and putting them on my sandwich. Oh, the crunch. Oh, the fresh, wet feeling Mm. of the head of lettuce. Oh, so crisp and refreshing. I think it has taken my sandwich to the next level, and I've been waiting for this level my entire life. And I think it's so important that we don't hold ourselves back and we get the head of lettuce and we join Equinox because you're worth it and it's time. And so head of lettuce, I think you're a great addition to a sandwich and yeah, I'm gonna throw away half of it and that's cool too, I'm allowed. So XOXO, I love you head of lettuce. Woo! Woo! Awesome. (laughs) So true. I'm like you're making fun of me. No, I'm literally not. No. Sorry, I, I, I didn't. I didn't. I really thought I. What? What was? I um, didn't do that. What was a bit? What took? You know, when I understood what you were saying, I was on board. At first, I thought you were going to make a salad with the head of lettuce, which one could argue would make more sense with a, a whole head of lettuce. But in <laughs> fact, you wanted to just pluck a few leaves off for your sandwiches and then throw the rest away, which I guess is also a way to use it. <laughs> Yeah. No, I feel I'm I'm literally at a bodega, you know, like my sandwiches are like that level right now. Hmm. Like wow. I, I think you're really onto something because I fucking hate the bag box of greens. It's oh. like they just they're they are rotten. They come rotten. The <laughs> freshest ones are rotten to the core. Yeah. So I 100%. support it and I want it for myself too. But it's it does sound unattainable. Yeah, yeah but it, actually, it's like you can do it. It's easier to go to Equinox than get a head of lettuce. <laughs> That's right. Nowadays, <laughs> I mean, it shows you everything wrong with, with inflation. Are you kidding me? Oh God. Yes, I also think it's so important to just encourage like food waste, as you did. Like that, <laughs> yeah, we need yeah. to be doing that kind of thing. If you don't well, like it, throw it out. <laughs> they can turn it into fossil fuels. Yes, uh, you're literally investing back in the earth. Like that's right. Saying, that's this true. is garbage now. Right, you're donating. Throwing out is yes. recycling. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. No, right. I mean, the problem is that many ways that's true. Like because recycling Yo, is fake, so recycling is the same so as throwing. True. Okay, something that I think about sometimes. This is oh we can't God. we can't air this, but sometimes I'm like, if something is gonna compost what's the point of putting it in a compost bit i can't we can't go there no we can't we can't go there no because it won't it won't compost it won't it's not like specially turned it it won't compost given eggshells and stuff sorry and not to be a cop (laughs) no but seriously not to be a cop not to no we don't think you're a cop no i'm not okay okay natalie okay would you like to do a shout out yeah yeah i always want to do one hey you guys um i want to shout out today um thanks underwear panties and boxer panties because basically you guys know this it's the underwear that absorbs your period 
Now that's not possible, I know, but it does it. The, the science, it's literally magic. It makes no sense. They're like, it can hold 80 gallons of period blood. You're like, really? Because it's a piece of cloth. And they're like, yeah. And you're like, does it go anywhere? And they're like, no. And you're like, now how's that? Now how's that? Because that's literally not possible. But I'm finding as I get older, and as I'm sure a lot of my listeners are, that I'm a, I'm a little less amenable to putting stuff up my vagina. Like, I don't know, stuff used to just go up. Like, I can't really explain it. Like, it, there just wasn't an issue, kind of like, like with people and with like stuff. Like, I would just be like, you know, and I could just put like a diva cup. People would be like, oh, it's too much, it's too much. And I was like, no, it's not. Just like shove it. But something's changing. And now I'm kind of like, you know what? It's a little too much. I guess it's just part of getting older. So I'm utilizing the underwear mm. to catch the blood and it's amazing. And I don't understand it, but I appreciate it. And I got to give a shout out. Shout out. Woo! And you know, they're not even an advertiser. No. <laughs> and I'm not even attached to the brand. I actually shouldn't have said thanks because I think there are better ones that I actually want to get. Yeah. But just that that idea, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So well, yeah, I, I love that that. I loved sort of the ad tone. Me too. I thought that was like kind of calming. <laughs> well, I'm very uh, entrepreneurial. Mm-hmm. So. Being a consumer yeah. is being an entrepreneur. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> being a consumer. Yeah. Like I'm an influencer, of course. In my own Just by virtue way. of purchasing something. To myself. Right. I say next time I'm going to get this one, not this one. I mean, exactly. Yes. You are right. doing It's like you're a wire convince, cutter. Right. I'm a wire cutter. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I mean, buying is like a gateway to selling. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like (laughs) you're dipping your toe into the economy, basically. Exactly. (laughs) It's like a slippery slope. You're buying, next thing you know, you're selling. Right. Needing and getting is about to be selling, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. That's that on that. Well, this has been an absolute delight. Oh, the best time, you guys. Legit. Thank you so much for doing the pod. Seriously? Thank you for having me. It was a major treat. So this is gonna be a big one. I can feel it. <laughs> you can feel it. Make a yeah. splash. Let's make a splash. We're gonna make a splash. It's, so many people are scared to make a splash. That's and, right. Yeah. And even sometimes George and I can get scared, but today we really felt your confidence and your energy. And we said, <sighs> you know what? This girl's not afraid of anything. It's yeah. so funny you say that because no one would ever know you guys got scared. So it's nice to say that just to give it to people. I'm just We're, like you guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. I could get scared yeah. of making a splash. Mm-hmm. Thanks, underwear. Go. Make a splash. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I love that. Wow. Okay. <laughs> bad should i not have said oh, that? that's amazing um, okay good. I, I was gonna say that's gotta be the end right <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah okay, okay. and scene and scene bye bye